Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you all. This is the Business Day Spotlight, your destination for African business made simple. My name is Mdiwa Gavaza, and for today, we do get into um, what I think is a continuing, uh, a continuing of a conversation that we've been having um, on this uh, particular platform, and that's uh, the issue around uh, renewable energy. We've spoken about it on a number of occasions um, around the fact that uh, uh, the recent liberalization of uh, the energy market would likely um, create a lot of opportunity uh, for independent power producers um, going forward in South Africa. And one such player that's looking to get in on the action is a company uh, that's called Yellow Door Energy. And uh, they say that they uh, provide sustainable you know, energy services to businesses in the commercial and industrial sectors in, uh, Middle, e- in the Middle East um, and Africa as well as uh, South Asia and they have recently launched in uh, South Africa because uh, they want to develop sites to wheel power across the country. So we're just going to be having that conversation with them just to understand their their, their approach to the market and uh, the type of opportunity that they see. And to help us to give us that understanding of what's going on, we are joined by uh, Mohamed Madi who is country director uh, for South Africa over at Yellow Door Energy. Mohammed, greetings to you today. Hi, good to be here. Now, thank you so much for being uh, with us, uh, Mohammed. But I think a good place for us to start, you've heard the intro, um, the fact that we have been following developments in the energy sector for some time, especially because it's such a huge economic issue right now in South Africa around power uncertainty. And, you know, we're trying to see what does the liberalization of the local market mean in terms of uh, providing, you know, that opportunity for energy security. Uh, but a good place for us to start maybe is to say, as Yellow Door Energy, a little bit about the company and uh, maybe as well the type of opportunity that um, you guys are seeing in the local market. Sure. So, so I think maybe uh, to give some context to Yellow Door Energy, we start we established in South Africa towards um, the third quarter of last year. We were Middle East-based, uh, operating in around seven countries in the Middle East and Southeast Asia. And we're one of the biggest IPP developers in the region, in the Middle East Africa region. Uh, very, very large shareholders who are very committed to South Africa. And, you know, given where South Africa is, not just with its crisis, but in its evolution of its electricity and energy markets, we felt it's an ideal time to, for Yellow Door to enter this particular market, given the nature of our offerings and given the kind of solutions that we feel are very relevant right now to not only you know your, your mid-sized businesses, but to very large clients, to mining clients, to industrial sector clients, to commercial clients. And we do a combination of both what we call behind-the-media projects. So those are projects where we build power plants on site for a client and um, you know we we fund these power plants and we sell the power to the client at at a rate at a tariff that is typically cheaper considerably cheaper than escom or the municipality as the case may be we also then build very large utility scale power plants where we wheel the power 
And wheeling, most people are not familiar with wheeling. You build a plant in one part of the country, maybe that has high solar radiation. And from there, you wheel the power across the grid to a client sitting in another part of the country. So we do both, the on-site as well as the wheeling plants. And um, in both cases, we are able to provide power considerably cheaper than ESCOM and considerably more reliable than ESCOM or any municipality can. All right. It's actually a very interesting proposition that you guys are bringing to the market. Uh, but I'm particularly interested and I'm pretty sure that, you know, others would be keen to understand um, for yourselves as, uh, you know, Yellow Door Energy or where on the spectrum um, do you guys fall? Because at least from the information that we have on hand, um, you guys have about a billion dollars, which in the current economy um, works out to around 19 or so billion rand uh, that you have uh, to deploy in the local market. And that's some serious firepower that you have. And the question then becomes, are you guys uh, more on the project financing side um, where basically you have capital to deploy and you find the people to deploy um, and actually build some of this infrastructure? Or do you have that in-house capability to actually build um, you know, some of these facilities? That's a great question. Let me start by giving some idea of what we hope to do over the next few years. So we are expecting to deploy between 20 and 30 billion rand over the next few years in the region. The bulk of that would be, or a big chunk of that would be in South Africa. We are not just a funder, but we are an independent power producer. So we would fund the power plants, but then we also own and operate those power plants, maintain those power plants. And sell the power on a long-term basis to off-takers, typically commercial industrial sector clients. So we play across the value chain from, you know, initially identifying projects, um, going through the process of developing these projects, funding these projects, owning them, operating them, maintaining them for a very long period. Typically, you know, we enter into agreements anywhere between five and 20 years with our clients um, and, and in some cases even longer. Okay, I think that gives us, you know, some good context into uh, what it is that you're doing. Um, I guess keen to just understand, um, you know, um, whether the, the the money that you guys are looking to deploy that capital, is that all, um, I guess, external to South Africa? Or because you did mention at the beginning of our conversation that you guys are fully funded and you've got some big shareholders that are driving the project. Um, is there any local capital um, that is in there? or um, is it all, is it uh, mainly external capital? And the reason I'm asking that is because um, I remember I was in Dubai um, last year. Yes, yes, it was last year. And I remember at the time talking to, you know, VCs, venture capitalists, um, some of the venture capital firms in Dubai, and they were very bullish um, on investing in, um, you know, South African uh, energy businesses. And I actually saw um, one of our local uh, local um, solar businesses actually gaining quite a good chunk of uh, uh, of money a good capital raise you know in our time in dubai uh sort of showing the fact that uh the problems that south africa is facing are being seen as uh, quite a quite a quite a unique um opportunity by a lot of foreign investors so just keen to understand that dynamic yeah i think um you know it raises some interesting points uh firstly 
believe it or not, South Africa is actually an excellent place to invest when it comes to energy infrastructure. We probably have, and, and this is going to sound very counterintuitive to most listeners, but we probably have one of the most open regulatory regimes on the continent. There are very few other places on the continent where you can build our power plant of any size and provide that power on a private sector, you know, bilateral basis to a commercial and industrial client, to a private sector client. And, and South Africa allows that. Also, we have a relatively uh, sophisticated, in fact, a very sophisticated financial system in this country. We have a very good set of grid rules and, um, you know, standards by which developers need to adhere to and by which they can understand what they need to do. And it's also a very stable set of rules. So so those kind, these are some of the factors that makes it a really good destination to invest in. And coupled to that, we have fairly large industrial players, very large amongst the biggest mining companies in the world. And, and in some of the sectors, you know, also world-leading companies, telecommunications is a good example. Uh, financial services, as I said, is another good example. So when you add all of this together, you have the right mix to, to, to invest in this country and to do so in a significant way. And that's exactly what Yellow Door Energy is intending to do. Most of the equity capital that we bring into the country is certainly going to be external, so it's not internal. So it is foreign investment into South Africa and a very significant foreign investment into South Africa. Of course, we will engage with the you know local players in, uh, in terms of how we may put together some of these deals uh, but the bulk of the equity, in fact, all of the equity funding component of these projects is external to, to South Africa. And that, of course, uh, you know, in its own way, is what Yellowville contributes to, to the inflows um, uh, into this country. But I think more significantly, we, have a, we intend having a long-term impact on the economy by providing power at a much cheaper level, at a much more reliable level, than the current incumbents being the utility, ESCOM and municipalities. Yeah, it, it, it's going to be an interesting one to watch over time um, because uh, I, I'm not saying that there's a gold rush, but one can um, foreseeably see that there is a lot of capital that's going to start coming to South Africa. And I guess it's already starting uh, to come to South Africa when we think about the fact that we're having this um, specific in, uh, engagement and conversation with you. And I like the fact that you spoke earlier on um, about the environment, uh, the regulatory environment and the investment environment when it comes to energy because I was going to ask how does South Africa compare um, you know, given Yellow Door's experience in other countries um, at least when it comes to the ease of doing business or the ease of actually getting certain projects um, off the ground and given the fact that you've given us a good comprehensive picture of that, I'm hoping that um, as we end off you can give us some insight into how how do you think um, the power, what's the word I'm looking for, that the power sector is going to develop in South Africa? And the reason I'm asking that is because when we look at an institution like ESCOM, that utility has been broken down into transmission, distribution, and generation. And um, 
when I think about other countries and how they approach their energy mix, you see the state taking taking control of certain pieces. So, for example, in certain countries, they just make sure that they handle just the distribution, uh, just so that it's equitable and you don't let the capitalistic um, forces, you know, take up too much power on that side. Whereas in other countries, they, you know, they want to just take care of generation and they leave the transmission and distribution distribution to private players. So for South Africa, I guess it's a question of what type of model do you see working in uh, in this environment? I guess that that split between uh, the public players, uh, such as ESCOM, uh, versus yourselves as private players that are coming into the market. Yeah, I think there's two components to that, uh, to, to that answer. The first one is on the centralized power, uh, you know, paradigm, which we currently have predominantly in this country, there's no doubt that ESCOM should play a role as a network operator, specifically on the transmission and distribution side. Um, generation should be in the hands of the private sector, and some components of the distribution reticulation should be in the hands of the private sector. But there is another trend. And this is an inevitable trend that will accelerate over the next few years. And that is the trend towards decentralization. And decentralization in the case of energy implies that power plants will become smaller, more specific, more customized to individual off-takers requirements. They will provide not only energy, but they'll also provide thermal energy in the form of heating and cooling. And you'll find that a much larger number of these customized power plants will be built on site to meet clients' specific requirements. And that is an area, the whole decentralization of power is an area where government is going to have very little control, unlike centralized power. And un because, you know, it is, is going to be up to each individual plant what they do in their own backyard, as it were, and how they customize their own power plant. And this is the inevitable trend. We've seen it in the telecommunications industry. We've seen it in the computing industry, the move from mainframes to, you know, laptops and um, uh, PCs and that sort of thing. Um, and, and this same trend is now rearing its head. It's good head. It's beautiful head, I should say, in this case, uh, <laughs> the energy industry. So, so that's where that's where we see it. The, you know, it's an it's an inevitable trend to decentralization, but there's a long way to go. And as part of that journey, wheeling power at the moment is certainly a an important aspect for players to consider when when thinking about becoming less dependent on a municipality or on uh, you know ESCOM. So on the road to uh, decentralization of uh, of power um, in South Africa, um, as I said at the beginning, uh, we are looking at how uh, the energy sector, from an economic point of view, is going to be creating a lot of um, you know opportunity for the country, especially after that uh, liberalisation uh, that is like that is said to see more independent power producers coming on board and uh, talking to one such company that has 
has plans uh, to actually deploy a fair bit of uh, capital. We're talking in the billions of dollars, um, you know, in the region, uh, a big chunk of that coming to South Africa. And um, one of the most interesting pieces is the fact that um, you do have uh, that foreign interest um, in the South African energy sector, which shows uh, the fact that there is, you know, opportunities. And uh, hopefully we're going to see, you know, be seeing more and more um, uh, of this capital coming to South Africa's shores and also a lot of uh, local capital also getting involved on this because um, it's likely to be, like, like we said, uh, at least in the next decade to come, the energy sector is definitely going to be one to watch and one that's going to produce a lot of economic value for the country. And then ending off there, Mohammed just giving us some insight um, into um, some of the rationale around what could be a good mix um, when it comes to uh, South Africa's uh, generation transmission and distribution. And uh, he talks about the fact that, uh, you know, particularly on the distribution side, uh, it would be good to have uh, ESCOM uh, making sure that uh, they handle things on that end as well as on transmission. Uh, but your private players primarily playing um, on uh, the generation side of things. Obviously, private players can make a contribution to transmission and distribution, but um, in the generation, that is where uh, the real need, at least um, in the foreseeable or short term, is going to be. So that's been it. We were in conversation with uh, Mohammed Madi, who is country director for South Africa over at Yellow Door Energy. Mohammed, thank you so much for being with us today. Pleasure. Thank you. And that's been it for this edition of the Business Day Spotlight. Remember that you can find our latest podcasts on Business Live. That's under the podcast Business Day Spotlight tab on Twitter. We're hashtag BD Spotlight. And remember that you can review and subscribe for free on iono.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, or wherever you choose to get your pods casted. I've been Mudio Gavaza of the Business Day and Financial Mail. And this has been another edition of the Business Day Spotlight, which is a multimedia live production. So from us and the rest of the team. It is a good evening, good afternoon, and good morning.